Hi and welcome back to the Best Kept Secrets podcast with me your host Sharon K Mwangi. Thank you for joining me yet again for another episode. Um now that the year is coming to an end, I thought it would be great if we had um an episode to just recap on 2022. and you know just share my takeaways from 2022 aka my best kept secrets about this year and the things that i have learned um as my best kept secrets this year so i really tried to sum it up to like less than 10 of them but they they are quite a bit so let's see let's let's begin and see so i'm going to 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 just read through some of them one i wrote that um If you look close enough there's always something to be grateful for and I think this year has character has what has character what I have learned this year is the importance of gratitude and I think this year has had a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows and in those low lows what has got me through one of the things that has got me through them is just being is finding things to be grateful for. And I think this is something that I read in um Oprah's book. It's called What I Know for Sure. And she, there's a whole chapter on gratitude and she was saying how when you're grateful for the tiny little things, then it changes um it changes everything really. And I've shared one I've shared this in one of the episodes that we have sh- we have we have shot before and I was saying how when I was going through a really tough time I started trying to practice this attitude of gratitude and so I would say things like thank you god for the sun thank you for this hot shower you know because there was a time I didn't have a hot shower my heater wasn't working and then there was a time where it was raining a lot and there was no sun and then finally we got like glimpses of the sun and I'd be like thank you for the sun thank you for this this hot shower thank you for this meal thank you you know when you look closely enough there's always things to be grateful for i know when things look tough um that everything looks tough everything is just dreadful everything is just yuck but when you find things to be grateful for it really really does change your mindset it really does add a little dopamine in your system when you really really need it so that's one of my best kept secrets of this year is that there's always something to be grateful for if you look closely enough number 2 I have learned that understanding seasons helps you navigate through time stroke life better. And um you know I think sometimes you can get really frustrated during the course of the year when you see other people like achieving things or doing things or hitting milestones and you feel like you're not go you're not doing the same things like when someone opens a business or gets a baby or gets married or graduates from school you know you can you can you can feel frustrated you can feel like ah like l- my life sucks so i think when i started looking at it like everything happens in a season everything um there's a there's a season for everything really and maybe it's not your season for the baby yet maybe it's not your season f- to graduate yet maybe it's not your season for your business yet maybe it's not your season for your new job yet but it's someone else's season and and you should applaud them when when their season is happening as you wait for your own season to come around um and i think this personally in my life 
um the last two years a lot of my friends have gotten married and gotten babies or gotten engaged or you know like have made significant steps with their significant others and me i'm just single you know what i mean so i got to a point during the course of the year that i got really frustrated and i was just like wow god okay what's up bro like like what's happening like what's the plan what are we doing and i just was like you know what it's just not my season yet and that's fine like i was beforehand i was in my season for my starting my business and my i started it and it's thriving and then it was my season of now this podcast starting something new and it's here and and we're doing um as well as we're doing right so it's just not your season yet and that's fine so understanding the season um that you're in will help you navigate your time and your life a lot better that's my best kept secret number two number three is something that has been so so monumental um in my life this year and it's the posture of how you wait changes how you wait um and i've done a whole video on my instagram again if you don't follow me shameless plug my instagram is sharon k mwangi I did a video about that on there but basically um I don't know I don't remember where exactly I I learned this concept from but I realized that when we are waiting for something how we wait for that thing changes how how we are waiting so if you wait feeling frustrated and grumbling and being upset and doubting god then you're going to have a miserable time I can tell you that for sure because I have done that and the practical example i can give you is the israelites in the bible who had a very long wait waiting period between being delivered from egypt into canaan and in that waiting period they went back to the to to old to other gods they did they did all of these nasty things because they're just like you know what us we're tired of waiting we're not seeing this god where when is this promised land where are we ever going to reach you know they just got frustrated and and they grumbled and 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 they did all of these things because they were tired like the waiting was very frustrating so you can either choose to wait like that wait while you're grumbling or you can choose to rejoice because you know that God is a promise keeper and whatever it is you're waiting for is going to happen in his perfect time so you can choose to wait with that you know just that heaviness and that that's just like ah i'm so tired of waiting can we just like fast forward to the part where i have this thing or you can wait as you praise wait wait as you rejoice because this thing is going to happen um wait as 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 you look back in gratitude for even before i was in this current season of waiting i was in another season and god delivered me through that season he was with me in that season so who is it, who, who what am i who am i to say that this is this thing that i'm waiting for is not going to come come to me right so i have really been trying to practice waiting with a posture of gratitude waiting with a posture of happiness waiting with a posture of knowing that this thing is already mine i just need to be patient and wait for it to come to me um yeah so that's my best kept secret number 3 number 4 um i have learned and especially as an overthinker stroke anxious person i have learned that emotions are not Uh, feelings are not facts 
Um, and what I have learned is that when I am feeling heavy emotions, I don't need to allow. I don't need to let those emotions control me. Feelings are meant to be felt, meaning that you allow you allow them to pass through your body and then you release them. And I think sometimes we hold on to feelings, especially heavy um, feelings, for so long that they be they begin to dictate our lives. But even feelings like anger and frustration or joy joy or happiness are temporary you're meant to feel the feelings process the feelings and then allow them to move through your body and then you release them release them and allow them to 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 go and when you're an overthinker when when you're in that moment of feeling you can really start coming up with stories in your head you can start coming up with narratives that don't even exist so every time i go through those like those thoughts i i just allow i just remind myself this is a feeling this is not a fact i am allowing myself to feel this in this moment and then i am releasing this once i am done feeling like this and that has really really helped me um just like navigate and not linger too long in one place and in one feeling number 5 i hope we're number 5 i'm not sure <laughs> Number five, one of my other biggest takeaways or best kept secrets of this year is actually something that I learned from my friend. Um, and she, I was just sharing with her how in the beginning of the year or like mid, mid-year, I was really, really fighting feelings of loneliness. Um, and I had, you know, come from a relationship at the end of last year. So now I'm navigating this season of, okay, now I'm alone. What do I do when I'm alone? What does it look like being alone? And usually because I'm an introvert, I'm okay with being alone. But then it gets to a point where I'm now lonely. I'm not alone. I'm lonely, you know. And I was telling her how I have this like horrible habit of when I'm feeling lonely, I go back to my toxic ways. Like I distract myself by doing very toxic things. And she was just like, you know what? Um, she said she said to me, I feel like um, loneliness is just a nudge um, that you that you need human contact um, and it doesn't always mean human contact in a romantic sense so what I started doing is that every time I would feel feelings of loneliness I would just reach out to my friends and I would just be like guys what are you guys doing can we hang out can we go here can we do this just because you know especially for someone like me who works at home and I'm home all day long I can spend the entire week in my house cooped up and I don't leave you know and she was just like when you're feeling those feelings of loneliness loneliness take it as a nudge reach out extend uh, extend um an initiative to a friend or a loved one reach out and then spend time with them and usually it really works and usually you come back home feeling refreshed and recharged and feeling a bit less lonely that isn't fully um fail proof because i've been doing it for a year now and sometimes it's not the same thing it's not the same thing as actually like having a romantic partner versus spending time with your friends but it is something and it does it does help it does help so um if you ever like battle if you're battling like feelings of loneliness from time to time just take it as a nudge um that you need some human contact and then usually it does help number six is something that I read from um, one of my favorite books of this year, which is Welcome Home. And she was talking about this concept of praxis. And basically, praxis is the middle point of what you know 
what you know to be true and you're practicing that. And I realize that I have a lot of knowledge, but am I practicing that knowledge? No. I know all of these things that are bad for me or good for me, but am I actually practicing that knowledge? No. Have I reached a point of practice, a point of praxis? No. So praxis is just basically the practice of practicing what you know. And I was just like, you know what? That really changed. Like there was a in like immediate like mind shift. And I was just like, okay, I feel like this applies in any situation. Like you know this person is bad for you. You have the knowledge, you know, you know you're 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 in a trauma bond, you know all of these things. You don't even know what trauma bonds are. You have the psychology about it, you know everything. But are you in a point where you're practicing what you know and actually living your life through it? And I was like, no, I know a bunch of things, but I, I, the, I, I don't have any actions to back up my knowledge. So what I've been trying to do is I keep asking myself, am I in praxis? Am I in praxis? Am I practicing what I know to be true? Or am I just like, yeah, I know this thing to be true, but I'm not actually practicing it. So definitely like you know i think definitely do some more research about praxis and how you can practice praxis in your life and how you can like apply all this information and this knowledge you have especially in this day and age there's so much information out there so many books so many podcasts so many self-help so many instagram pages like well we live in an in a world of information and you can you can be this person who reads books, watches, listens to podcasts, watches all of this like healthy, positive stuff. But are you actually practicing them? And if you're not, then you're completely wasting your time because it's one thing to know one it's one thing to know something, and it's another thing to actually practice what you know. So I would definitely urge you to read more on praxis and see how you can practice praxis in your life. My last uh, best kept secret or stroke takeaway of this year is actually something um, that I read in the Bible and something that I've shared in one of the episodes that didn't end up going up because we reshot it. <laughs> um, but it's in Ephesians 5.28. And this Ephesians 5 is where they are talking about like instructions for marriage, wives and husbands, like wives submitting, husbands do this, do, you know, just the instructions were given about marriage and two wives and husbands. And it says in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. Um, body can also just mean yourself. It doesn't mean your physical body. It can just mean body of self. That's how I interpreted it. And this has literally changed how I date moving forward because I'm still in my dating period. And how I decide which man that I think is worth, one of the things, there are many things, but one of the things that helps me decide if this man is worth while or worth my time is that I observe how he loves himself because if he's not able to love himself or treat himself well he's not going to be able to do the same with me and this is actually something that I also like uh, somehow listened to it to it on uh, someone that I was listening in and I just want to read that to you it says that the the preacher the pastor was saying that um 
a sense of self-worth is needed for a successful life and marriage. How can I love someone selflessly if I don't love myself? Don't get married to someone that's self-loathing and is not okay being alone by themselves. They have to be able to like themselves and be okay with without outside validation. Be good with yourself first. And I realized especially a lot of men are very self-loathing. A lot of men... Um, and women generally don't like themselves. They don't love themselves. They have a lot, a lot of self-loathing habits. And you can tell how a person love them, loves themselves by how um, they treat themselves. Do they keep promises to themselves when they say, "I'm not gonna do this because it doesn't." you know my body doesn't like it do they do that do they keep promises to themselves if they say i'm going to start um i'm going to start waking up earlier because this it does this and this you know promises you make to yourself uh to yourself actually shows how much self love you have for yourself because if you betray yourself it means that you don't high, you don't hold yourself in high regard you don't value yourself um and that's how i have one of the Im- very important things that i look at when i am dating a man is how he treats himself how he loves himself is he going to be able to love me well if he doesn't love himself most most cases no um so that has ha, that has really really helped me uh change my mindset and especially if you if you're in that season as well where you you're dating and and you're wondering what are your some of your non-negotiables this is something that i would love for you to consider as well and that's basically it for this episode i hope you have enjoyed it i hope you have learned something new um i would love to hear what are your some of your 2022 best kept secrets or your biggest takeaways from this year in the comment section for those of us who are watching us on youtube if you're listening to us please you can leave it um in on our instagram page best kept secrets pod let's talk about it i would love i would honestly love to hear your best kept secrets of this year and even as we go into a new year i would charge you to um pray before you go into the new season ask god what is to give you the blueprint for the for for your next year uh what does he want you to do what 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 is he entrusting you with in the in the new year what plans does he have for you you know um we make plans and and god's plans i mean they're the ultimate plans he has plans to prosper you and give you a hope and a future so ask him ask him to give you the blueprint ask him what he desires from you ask him how you can partner with him in the new year ask him what season he's taking you into in the in the new year what season he's taking you out of as we close this year um and yeah Thank you so much for listening or watching for those who are watching us. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.